There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Saints Happy Hour needs your support so we can keep giving you the Saints coverage you love. Become a patron to help us keep giving you the best daily Saints podcast on earth. Supporting Saints Happy Hour gives you the best Saints podcast every day without any stupid ads or promos like this one. And patrons also get access to our private Discord channel where you can talk Saints 24-7, early access to podcast episodes, our world-famous booze bundle with four amazing swag items. So do it. Go to SaintsHappyHour.com and sign up today. That's SaintsHappyHour.com. Welcome to the Saints Happy Hour Daily. Who that? Who that? All right, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Saints Happy Hour Podcast. This is a special mini pod edition. Everybody's getting this free. If you're listening on the your the free version on the RSS feed, wherever you get your podcast, support the freaking show. We need the support. Join our community. Go to SaintsHappyHour.com. Try us for free for a month, $10. You get the booze bundle. You get all the fun swag. You're going to love it. You're going to get in the Discord. You're going to be able to talk saints. It's going to be amazing. We have the best jokes, the most fun, and that's when you need us right now, when the saints are in their lowest. We have the most fun. Join us. I promise you, you won't regret it. Andrew, we're not even doing the grades this week because the saints were an abomination Monday night. They got house. We love your grades. But I don't want to talk about the grades right now. Uh, I, just to be clear, I am going to do the grades. Uh, you're going to do the written version. You're, you're just saying, yeah, yeah. You're just yeah. saying we won't do a podcast about it. So uh, I want to talk about what house, me and you. Do a little house cleaning real quick, Ralph, just to let uh, the $10 patrons know. So um, I will try to get that up by tonight. So today yeah. is Tuesday and, you know, obviously – Super late night after doing the post game reaction, and it's just hard to get those grades yeah. in on time. So, I apologize for the delay, but uh, you should get that hopefully um, by Wednesday morning at the latest. So, I want to talk about what me and you were te- were texting about this morning, and we weren't really arguing, but I was surprised. I'm sort of where I've always been with the Sean Payton. The Saints are going to get draft picks for Sean Payton. I think they're going to get something. I think it's going to be nice, but it's going to be like two second round picks nice. And you came at me with full fury. You were like, Ralph, they are getting nice stuff for Sean Payton. First round pick minimum, maybe more. And I told you, Andrew, I said, if the Saints get two first, name whatever you want me to do on the podcast. I will do it. I will sacrifice my dignity for multiple first Round picks for Sean Payton if he goes somewhere else to coach. But you're certain, like you were locked in today. You were texting me novels about how it was going to happen, and it's interesting. I wish I had your optimism, but explain your optimism about why you feel like the Saints are going to get a bunch of good stuff for Sean Payton. Well, first of all, we're eight games into the season, so I just think you're like, well, I don't know about the Colts, and I don't know about this team, and I'm like, we don't know what jobs are going to open up. And every year, there's eight jobs if not more, and we don't know which ones they're going to be. 
And more than ever, teams are impatient. Mm-hmm. And they and more than ever, they're making big moves for quarterbacks, trading away a bunch of stuff. And if it blows up in their face, the owners get really pissed off and they get really impatient. So <laughs> CJ Mersey. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just think like Frank Wright getting fired is a perfect example of like coaches getting less patient, not more patient. So I, I just think when you when, so here's the thing. First of all, I, I think it's fair to say that Sean Payton is the most marketable asset, like the the, the biggest needle mover of anything that will become available this offseason. Unless Lamar Jackson becomes a free agent, which I don't, I think he'll get franchised. But like, unless Lamar Jackson becomes available, I think Sean Payton is a more valuable commodity on the open market, on the trade market, than anything else, any player. Do you think that's fair? I think that's fair. I would say right. not only is, so, is well, he. The- hold on, hold on. Okay. If, if you're gonna give, if you're gonna give me that, then I believe that it's true that when you consider what an offensive coach, an offensive-minded coach. See, the thing is, like, if Sean Payton was a free agent, I would put him and Jig McVay, or Sean McVay, sorry. I would say that they would get more money in an open market than Bill Belichick. And the reason I say that is, of course, Belichick is one more, he's more accomplished, but I think owners look at it as, give me the hot shot play caller, because I believe they can win me a Super Bowl. But even if they don't, they're going to put butts in the seats because there'll be fireworks on offense. And, and that's what makes Bill Belichick 71. Yeah. And, and I just think Bill Belichick, like for, maybe he creates a culture where he can win. Like, now, look, if Nick Saban or Dabo, like if they decide, yeah, I want to take my shot at the NFL this year, then maybe Sean Payton's value decreases a little bit. But right now, in my opinion, he's the best out there. Yeah. And, and so – What's the most important thing to a team besides an elite quarterback? When you consider what Trey Lance, who is completely unproven and went to freaking Dakotas for college. <laughs> That's right. Right? What, what he returned back in a trade. When you consider that Deshaun Watson was a terrible human being, what, what he returned in a trade. You don't think Sean Payton in an era – like? Coaches don't even count against the salary cap. There's no restraints. In That's terms true. Of you could pay him, and they're cheaper than star players. And, and, and like, you don't think a team is going to get like I? I think the coach is the most important thing after an elite quarterback. Well, I it's agree. The most important thing. I agree with you with that, and I would go one step further. I would argue Sean Payton is the most valuable NFL asset to come available in the last. Five to seven years because quarterbacks. Yeah. And so, and so, if Gruden was able to get two first round picks, like Sean Payton's on that stratosphere. He's not on the like the coach that got shipped out like Arians for a third round pick. He's not on that level. He's on Gruden's level. Well, here's the when thing: he was shipped out for two first. Here's the thing, though. Gruden was a unique circumstance in that, like. Al Davis was actively shopping him and Tampa Bay was desperate. My worry with Sean Payton is he's not like a player where like teams, everybody can kind of make their swing at him. I think it's, I I worry Andrew that his market is going to be more limited. You're full of shit. You, you, look, Sean, Sean Payton, yo, some people want to pretend he wants a star quarterback. So it's got to be that. Then Sean Payton went on the media and he said, 
oh, well, the quarterback's not so much what I'm after. I just want a good culture where I can win. You know who else? You know who else was all comfortable? Like, oh, he wants to be in a safe space. He wants to feel loved. He wants to be near family. <laughs> that that was Deshaun Watson right up until the point where the most shithole of an organization <laughs> that was the absolute worst place he could go said, here's $250 million guaranteed. He's like, oh, yeah. Hey, I'll go there. I'll go to the fucking Browns. That's right. And what you know what though? You you've kind of convinced me because you're going to pretend that Sean Payton has more money than God, and that doesn't matter to him. Right up until the point where some team says, "Hey, Sean, how does five years, 150 million dollars sound?" And you know what he's going to say? FedEx Field, man. That place is a. I'll find the. I'll find my quarterback. Daniel Snyder. (laughs) My God, you have Carson Wentz. Everyone hates him and. You're the worst owner in sports. Did you say five years, $150 million? I'll be on the next flight. Yeah. That's how that goes down. You, we all want to pretend that it's not about money. It's only about money. Everything <laughs> has a price. You want to tell me that Sean Payton is on this pedestal of morality that is different? Dude, guy, men have fallen to the, to the allure of money. Much more upstanding citizens than Sean Payton. Okay, so don't tell me that it's not all about money because eventually it is. And and I just think when you consider how prize of a possession he's going to be this offseason, I, I, I just think we don't even know what's, who's going to become available. McVeigh retires and with the Rams. That's in play. Uh, Andy Reid wins the Super Bowl with the Chiefs and then retires. That job becomes available. I don't think McCar- – stop there. McCarthy I, gets fired. I'll I say the Chiefs – The Chiefs would be out because I think the Chiefs – the Chiefs, if they won the Super Bowl, they would have even more reason to try to do what the Saints did where they would be like, we can continue what Andy Reid built and we have Mahomes and they could promote someone. But besides them, I'm you're convincing I, me. I get, I get it, but like I'm just saying – when you look up and down, we don't know what's right. going to become available. And so week eight, week nine, like trying to pretend like, oh, well, you know, if, if the Colts don't give the guy – I mean, look, the Broncos are probably going to be all in for Sean Payton. The Chargers, I mean, yeah. we can go up and down the list. You don't need to do this exercise. The point is there's going to be tons of teams out there, and I just think there's going to be some playoff team that's going to say, we're picking 28th, and Sean Payton – is that guy. He's the guy that's going to get us over the hump. We're this close. We can't get it done in the playoffs. We just need a guy that maximizes our quarterback, like he maximized Jameis Winston, like he maximized Drew Brees, who, yeah, he was a pro bowler, decent guy in San Diego, but Sean Payton revolutionized him. He maximized Taysom Hill. He maximized Teddy Bridgewater. He's going to maximize whoever our quarterback is, and we're it's, getting Sean Payton is going to be the difference between winning a Super Bowl or not. And so I just think a team's going to look at this as give them the 28th pick and give them the first next year too. And I just think two first-round picks are in play. I'm not saying it's definitely going to happen. And so then you're going to look at other teams saying it's going to drive the cost up. And a team that's picking eighth overall is going to say, well, hold on, we want Sean, but we're a less attractive destination. It's going to be harder to win a Super Bowl with us. So well, the, the, give, the, him the, give him the eighth overall pick and give him the second round next year. The, the hardest – the, the cost gets driven. The it, thing, it drives the cost up. The thing, the the one thing that I think of there is, 
teams aren't teams are going to fill those. Well, that's true. Teams wait a little longer to fill coaching jobs now, but I, I do but think he's available. But the point is, he's available now. So mm-hmm. like, all, like this back channel stuff. As soon as a team knows they're firing their coach, the back channeling starts immediately, and the posturing for Sean Payton has already started. Like you don't realize this, maybe, but like Sean Payton's agent is already getting back channel texts, being like, "Hey, if we fire this dude, what's it gonna take?" <laughs> I, that, that's already happening. I, I'm telling you, like Sean Payton is the. There's a reason why he's putting out there that he's interested in coming back. Because he knows he's got to put that out there now because there's already two jobs open. The Panthers and Colts have already started their search. Here's here's so, my question to you. And I, you know more stuff than me. You you got sources. And, and and by the way, if you're listening to this podcast for the first time or whatever, which probably a lot of you are, like Andrew's sources in the building are freaking good. Like he – he doesn't necessarily break news like Schefter and other people, but he doesn't in our Discord, in our circle of trust. So that's another reason to become a patron if you're not a patron. But you're hearing stuff. My question to you. Yeah, my sources really nailed the Michael Thomas info, by the way. <laughs> anyway, um, source subject. My question to you is if you have – these teams and, 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 and I believe that your, your, uh, I don't know what you call it, your, your, your monologue, your rant about Sean Payton. Everybody's got a price and let's not pretend that it's not about money, right? It's about money. So, but my question to you is if a team is good, if a team like the Redskins or whoever is picking eighth, ninth, or let's say top 12 and they're like, cool. We're going to pay Sean Payton 25 million. We're going to give him five years, 125 million fully guaranteed. Let's roll. Are they going to be okay giving up a top 12 pick? That's where I have the hard part. And I have the hard part. I I think if they're willing to give up that kind of money, Ralph, they're willing to give the Saints whatever comp they want because then they will believe that, yes, Sean Payton is that dude. He's that good. As a coach, he's going to figure out a way to make us a winner. And all it takes is one team. Uh, like I, I, w- What I think is going to happen, again, is you're going to have playoff teams who aren't going to feel like it's that big of a deal to give up the 28th pick and a first round the subsequent year because they're going to be like, look, we're giving up the 28th pick. It's not that great of a first-round pick. And then the one next year, like Sean Payton's going to be in our building. You know, we're, we're, we're going to win the Super Bowl with him. So we're going to be picking 32nd the next year. So they're going to look at it as a 28th and the 32nd. That's what they're willing to give up. And so, yes, I do believe that's when a team in the top 10 says, well, if this playoff team, if that's what they're offering two firsts, then like the only way we can wedge ahead of them is we got to, we got to dangle the ninth overall pick. If you want Sean Payton, that's what it's going to take to get. And yes, I believe some teams will believe that like Sean Payton is more valuable. Now, Top three, I would say no. And part of it is like how many quarterbacks are in this draft? Because again, the elite quarterback is more valuable. The the cornerstone franchise quarterback is more valuable than Sean Payton. So I I would say top three, no. But like picks seven through 10, I think are in play. Again, it depends on like how many quarterbacks in this, are in this draft, how, 
how many, you know, the analysts think are going to go in the top five. And, you know, that if you think you can get a, a franchise QB at seven or eight, and you maybe then the, the team, if they need a quarterback, maybe they don't part with that pick. But, but if they already have a quarterback, you know, Arizona, if they fire Kingsbury, and let's say they're, they're picking at nine, they already got Kyler Murray. They don't need a quarterback. They've already committed to him financially. They feel like Sean Payton unlocks Kyler Murray. And they're like, hell yeah, we'll give up the ninth. We already got our quarterback. Let's go get our elite hey, coach to pair with him. Have you been thinking of becoming a Saints Happy Hour patron? We have an offer you can't refuse. Sign up, and if you don't think Saints Happy Hour is the best daily Saints podcast and you aren't having a blast chatting on our private Discord channel with other Saints fans, we will refund your money. No questions asked. If you sign up at the $10 level, you can even keep our Boost Bundle welcome gift after the refund. You have absolutely nothing to lose, so go to saintshappyhour.com and sign up today. Podcast ads are the worst, right? Everyone hates them. You can get Saints Happy Hour ad-free by becoming a patron. That's right. Patrons get access to every show ad-free. No ads ever. You also get Breaking Saints News Podcast, Saints Player Grades, early access to shows, and behind-the-scenes access. Plus, you get access to our Discord channel, where you can talk Saints 24-7 in private with other Saints Happy Hour listeners. And you get our world-famous booze bundle with four swag items. Amazing. So sign up and never have to suffer through another ad again. Go to SaintsHappyHour.com. That's SaintsHappyHour.com and sign up today. Here's my final question, and then we'll get out of here. Does the fact that you're going to have all these teams, like any team that fires their coach, they're going to inquire about Sean Payton, because if they don't, it's malpractice, right? I'm sure, you know, Jay Glazer, Payton's buddy, said, hey, he's not going to Carolina. But I'm sure Carolina texted his agent at least, right? So all these teams are going to inquire. Jay Glazer is saying he's not going to Carolina. Because Mickey Loomis would never allow that to happen. Now, if Carolina was to say, hey, Saints, we're giving you four first-round picks. <laughs> you know, wait, wait, I mean, just, just uh, uh, the godfather of all deals that exceeds by a, a country mile anything that anyone else is offering. At that point, you do it because not only – yes, you have to face Sean Payton twice a year. But you're getting his picks. Like, he That's right. Draft in the first round for like a half decade. So – so, I mean, at that point, you're like, well, good luck building a team without but, those picks. And by the way, we're getting better picks. So, like, I, I, I would take my chances there. But, like, you know, they probably don't pay that. But if they do, sure. But, but like, my, I, I, I don't think it's Sean Payton saying I won't go there. I think it's Mickey Loomis saying yeah, but, I'm not sending him to the other. That's so. fair. But my, my point is this, is that you're going to have these – teams in the playoffs, right, that may back-channel Sean Payton. Jerry Jones might even not back-channel. he just straight-up call Sean and be like, hey, McCarthy loses this wild-card game. He loses this divisional round. I'm loading him in a cannon and firing him into the sun. So so my question to you is, you have the playoff teams, right? Maybe it's it's not all of them, right, because most of them aren't going to fire their coaches even if they lose and they don't do as well as they think. But it may be one or two. But does that in a way, put even more pressure on the crappy teams where if you're a crappy team and you're, say, the Texans or you're, say, maybe not the Browns because they don't have any picks, but like Denver, right? They don't make the playoffs. Are they like, you know what? We got to lock Sean Payton in before the Dallas job becomes available, before the chart or 
What's that? I I I, I think Sean Payton could could delay. So you know, Black Monday, you get you got your your coaches that are fired on Black Monday, and you know the first hires typically happen a week or two later. I, I think that Sean Payton could delay. He's kind of that first domino, uh, very similar to how Deshaun was the first domino with Ooh, free agency quarterback, like like NBA free agency, right? Yeah, where like it's like, oh, we we're not doing anything until Durant makes up his mind. Ooh, I like that. That's right, everyone's kind of waiting in line to figure out what job they can get and what's available because Sean Payton is the most prized possession. So Ooh, I like that. And I'm gonna t- I'm gonna tell you one other thing about this comp that I think is true. The law, the worse the Saints do the more Sean Payton's value increases because people are going to see that the Saints went nine and eight last year with Sean Payton without Drew Brees, what he was able to do with that team in a year where basically two games are forfeits, right? Mm-hmm. And I just think on the other side of that, the wor- like let's say they finish six and 11, that's pretty bad. That just substantiates everything that already, everyone already assumes that the Saints are sunk with the same personnel if Sean Payton isn't there. Like he is a five-game swing kind of coach or a four-game swing kind of coach. Your win-loss record is substantially different if he's your coach. And I just think they're going to see that. And so like if Dennis Allen kind of turns this around, they win the division, they go eight and nine, to me – yeah, that that starts to maybe start a narrative. They're like, yeah, the Saints, like they're not as good as they were with Sean, but like it's 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 marginal. But it, let's say the Saints don't win another game. Let's say they win one more and they go four and thirteen, disaster season. To me, that serves to only increase the narrative. That's right. That Sean Sean Payton is a difference maker, and that like you you have to have him. So I'm telling you, the worst the Saints do, that's the a silver lining here. You're you're going to be frustrated because the worst the Saints do, you're going to be like, man, Philly's getting a better and better pick. We shouldn't have traded that away. But I do think the flip side of that is Sean Payton Com gets better. The most hilarious scenario, it would be hard because it would mean the season would be an utter disaster. But the most hilarious scenario is like the, 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 the Saints pick fifth because they traded with the Texans. And the Eagles pick six with the Saints pick. Like that would be the most hilarious scenario to me of them all. Um, but I like your optimism, Andrew. You've infused it to me and I hope you've infused it to the, to the people listening to this podcast that like we're going to get a good deal for Sean Payton because there's a lot Dude, of. I, I like, look, I, I'm not confident in the season. Like I, I, I don't, I don't think we're going to win the division. So, you know, I, I think. I think the Saints are going six and eleven. That's kind of where I'm at right now. But I think they have a chance to win the division. Like mm-hmm. the division's still terrible. Like they're still in it. Besides the 49ers and Eagles, where I would kind of say those are terrible matchups and they kind of don't have a shot against those teams. I would say everything else in the schedule is winnable just by sheer function of the league is about twenty teams that are kind of like they're the two the Saints Super are two and a half point favorite in Pittsburgh. Right. After that game, we just played with three star players going down that are probably not going to play in this game. You know, Vegas looks at that and they're like, yeah, Saints by two and a half. So, I mean, that, that's how bad <laughs> the Steelers are. The Steelers average 15 points a game, Ralph. Like, you know how bad the Saints were offensively in that game? They scored 13 points. The Steelers, on average, beat that team by two points. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> 
Just think about that. Steelers are so bad. The Steelers and are so the Steelers bad. Are horrible. And Pickett is their starter. They've committed to him. They've already traded Claypool. So like they're not even trying offensively. He's got two touchdowns, eight picks on the year. He's, yeah, he, he's having a Heath Schuler type season so far. So I, I just think the Saints are they can win this game. But I'm telling you, man, I really think Sean Payton is my my confidence level. Like I don't I don't have a high confidence level in the Saints this season. My confidence level in the comp for Sean Payton is really high. Wow. I like really that. High. I like it because at, at, on a day like today and a week like this week, we need that optimism. We need the joy. We need the jokes. So listen, this we gave this out free to everybody. I'm going to say it again. Go to saintshappyhour.com. Subscribe. Uh, become a patron. We're the best thing Saints going. You get the swag. You get the booze bundle. And you help support the community. If you listen to this podcast, the free version on a regular basis, come and join us. Support the show. Allow us to do more fun stuff uh, and allow us to keep it going. Uh, we'll be here all season, all off season, because we're not going anywhere. So for Andrew, I'm Ralph. Thanks for joining us. And we will see you again tomorrow. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.